0: This is Catholics Read on cradio.org.au
1: Hello and welcome to this episode of Catholics Read, I'm Luke
2: And I'm Kiara And I'm Victoria
1: And in this episode, Victoria
0: We are going to be read to and um, we'll be reading Ooh. The Trimmins on the Rosary by John O'Brien. Should
1: we uh, all sit on the floor?
0: <laughs> no, that's Maybe okay. Like it's just that I smell that it's short enough.
2: That it's um We
1: don't know her last name. Oh. Yes.
2: Ah. Well, Miss that's Victoria. Right. There you go. <laughs> that's not very teacher like smacking me in the head with the paper.
0: <laughs> Going back to the old ways. Oh. Um anyway, it's Ooh. short enough that we can um we can read it, and I'm just going to uh, chop out the, the first bit, which is quite you know, is waxing lyrical about this and that, but it's not, I feel bad saying this, but it's not as pertinent to the rest of the okay. rest of the poem. So The Trippens on the Rosary by John O'Brien, uh, that was his pseudonym. He was actually Father um, Hardigan. So he was a, a Catholic priest, was an Australian Catholic priest, lived between 1878 and 1952. He actually um, lived in Albury for a while, so I've I've learned a lot about him in the past oh. in the past year, um, and he was Irish and sent over to Australia and he just had this profound love um, for the little Irish mothers that kept the Catholic faith going on in this new world, not new world, but this in Australia,
2: mm-hmm.
0: mm. um, a place where there wasn't a priest for a long time. And yep. so the way the faithful kept up with the religion and it's such a horrible way to say it, the way that they kept the faith was by Praying the rosary. Mm. That's what they had. Um, So we'll just start from... So it's from the perspective of someone looking back on their little Irish mother. Um, And I'm just going to start halfway down. I can see that little mother still and hear her as she pleads. Now it's getting on to bedtime. All you children, get your beads. There were no steel-bound conventions in that old slab dwelling free. Only this, each night she'd line us up to say the rosary. Even the stranger there who stayed the night upon his journey knew he must join the little circle I and take his decade too. I believe she darkly plotted when a sinner hove in sight, who was known to say no prayer at all, to make him stay the night. Then we'd softly gather round her and we'd speak in accents low and pray like sainted Dominic so many years ago. And the little Irish mother's face was radiant for she knew that where two or three were gathered, he is gathered with them too over the parters and the aves, how her reverent head would bend, how she'd kiss the cross devoutly when she counted to the end. And the visitor would rise at once and brush his knees, and then he'd look very, very foolish as he took the boards again. (laughs) She had other prayers to keep him. They were long, long prayers in truth, and we used to call them trimmons in my disrespectful youth. She would pray for kith and kin and all the friends she'd ever known. Yes, and every one of us could boast a trimmin of his own. All his own. She would pray for all our little needs and every shade of care that might darken o'er the sugar loaf. She'd meet it with a prayer. She would pray for this one's sore complaint or that one's hurted hand or that someone else might make a deal and get that bit of land or that dad might sell the cattle well and season's good might rule so that little John, the weakly one, might go away to school. There were trimmings too that came and went but never she closed without, adding one for something special none of you must speak about. Gentle was that little mother, and her wit would sparkle free. But she'd murder him who looked around while at the rosary. And if perchance you lost your beads, disaster awaited you. For the only one she'd pardon was himself. Before she knew, he was hopeless and was sinful what excuses he'd invent. So she let him have his fingers, and he cracked them as he went. And bedad he wasn't certain if he'd counted five or ten, yet he'd face the crisis bravely and would start around again. But she tallied all the decades, and she'd block him on the spot with a glory dada glory and he'd glory like a shot. She would portion out the decades to the company at large, but when she reached the trimmings, she would put herself in charge, and it oft was cause for wonder how she never once forgot, but could keep them in their order till she went right through the lot. For that little Irish mother's prayers embraced the country wide if a neighbour met with trouble or was taken ill or died.' "'We could count upon a trimmon till, in fact, it got that way, "'that the rosary was but trimmins to the trimmins. we would say. "'Then himself would start, non rawning, for the public good,' we thought. "'Sure, you'll have us all here till morning. You're a cut them trimmons short.' "'But she'd take him very gently till he softened by degrees. "'Well then, let us get it over. "'Come now, all hands to their knees.' "'So the little Irish mother kept her trimmins to the last.' Every growing as the shadows over the old selection passed, and she lit our drab existence with her simple faith and love, and I know the angels lingered near to bear her prayers above. For her children trod the path she trod, nor did they later spurn, to impress her wholesome maxims on their children in their turn. I, and every sore complaint came right, and every hurted hand, and we made a deal from time to time, and got that bit of land. And Dad did sell the cattle well, and little John, her pride, was he who said the mass in black the morning that she died. So her gentle spirit triumphed, for t'was this without a doubt was the very special trimmon that she kept so dark about. All oh. their children may be scattered and their fortunes windwards hurl, but the trimmings on the rosary will bless them round the world.
2: Aww. That was
1: awesome. It's fantastic. That is so beautiful. Yep.
0: It's a beautiful, beautiful poem. I first heard this when a student of mine recited this by heart to the class um including the bit that i chopped out at the beginning which is yeah. it, which is lengthy in itself um and it's it's just beautiful i I've, i i just love it and that's why i wanted to read it in t- in full because as we know from previous episodes i can't summarize something that i'm so involved in because hmm. i'll just retell it anyway and if i'm going to retell it anyway why why don't i just read it um impressions it's
1: that's, there's so many, there's little bits and pieces there. I just had to laugh. I didn't grow up, at, like, with the rosary or anything like that. Nor did like I. That. But I definitely, you know, I'm part of a community that, that loves the rosary. And so little bits and pieces, like like, I mean, I don't, it's you like know, a little Catholic have, um, have... in
0: joke, isn't it?
1: <laughs> yeah, there's there's so much in here that you wouldn't quite like little bits and pieces like about the um when you have to pray the rosary with your fingers and you don't know if you've <laughs> done five or ten <laughs> yeah. and things like that. Um, or what what else is there? like not quite knowing when, when you're meant to, when you meant to say the glory be, because you've lost count, because you didn't have the beads. Yeah, well, you did have the beads, but you can't quite like little things like that. It's like Catholic memes, but mm. like in you know, there's, there's tiny little things. It's that all you're the, like, and,
2: oh. and the only thing. The only thing that he doesn't really capture is this sense of panic that one has when you're trying, when you're playing with everyone. You're like, am I up to eight? Am I up to nine? I lost
0: count. What? Well, there's a little bit that I like that's... um uh but she'd murder him who looked around but the thing is you, sometimes you have to look around because you need to look at what bead we're on because you forget <laughs> so that um, little glance uh,
1: that you look down and you're like
0: okay oh. or where that person is holding the rosary in such a way that you actually don't know what bead they're on yeah. oh, so like, oh i hate oh, that dear me so i try to actually be quite um clear about that and like hold my rosary in front of me if i know i'm praying uh. to someone that might get a bit lost, which is pretty much everyone. Because I get lost all the time. I just, just love that
1: bit, them. like, how they were talking about, you know, it's so beautiful there how, you know, he's sort of making light of of this mother who has all these trimmings, as they <laughs> call it. All these extra prayers for this and that ordinary thing. And, like, how at the end it's like, and you know what, her prayers came through. Mm. You know, those and little trimmings. I love
0: the point. I, just right. I love, love the bit that. where he says that, and, you know, while we did grumble about this, every child insisted that this was part of, um, in turn, their children's upbringing. Yeah. I like that.
1: And just like, I guess in my own experience, you know, seeing sometimes we can be very quick or very determined to include things in our prayer of, for this and that thing that that, that might be affecting us or, or someone that we know at that point in time, and then the prayer is answered, and we don't give it a second thought. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't actually reflect on the fact that our prayer was answered. Um, and C.S. <S. 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 I think that. Lewis that's,
0: talks about this. He says yeah. we often um, sink into this um, this state of being in term uh, that sort of goes along the lines of was the prayer answered or was it always going to be resolved. Um, you can't see me. On but its own. On its own, like naturally. Yeah. Um, quotation marks being used, air quotation marks. Um, and so, yeah, that's why we forget about prayers because I think sometimes when in the back answered, of our mind. suddenly
1: we think, oh, it was going to happen anyway.
0: Yeah. Why did <laughs> I bother praying about this? Which is a horrible attitude to get yeah. into. We need to pray more about these things, offer up all the little things because um, the little things make up our life.
1: And I can tell you, they the prayers work. They really do. I can tell you that in my life right now, there are three people who are dealing with very serious medical conditions and we've been praying for these things and i don't know about one of them because it's something that's sort of like the tests will be in the future but for two of them things are going pretty well one person was in very very serious trouble they could have died and they're recovering you know things like that like you don't you don't take and it reminds me I've got to take time to to really be thankful for these things. You know that mm. God listens to he he listens to our prayers and he wants us to pray. He wants us to ask him because he's like a father. Mm. You know, he's not just this cosmic um impersonal kind of thing. Like he's like a father. That's what Christ reveals to us. Um but yeah, that's so beautiful. I love that. I love that so much, really. I'm going to teach that to I'll show that to like the country people that I know who are much better at saying poems than I am and they will recite
2: it <laughs> mm. <laughs> I've mean I found it interesting just in terms of the structure of it as well like I don't know is that how it is supposed to be it's not supposed to be in stanzas or anything like that oh I can't
0: I can't tell you I know that it's for people trying to track this down by the way it's from a, a publication Um called Around the Bory Log um, and Other Verses that has all the John O'Brien poems together. So if you're looking for a copy, that's where you'll find it. Um, in terms of how it's originally structured, I don't know.
2: Yeah, because it, I mean, it, there's a really good rhythm to it um, that, I don't know, is there's that, is that kind of, um, it sounds i um, iambic, but it could be, I could be wrong on that. I'm not a poetry expert. Oh, dear. Um, but, you know, it's it's got a, how do you describe it? See, I'm useless with poetry. I know I know what I'm talking about, but yeah, I think it is iambic.
0: Um, it's definitely got that um, da dum da dum da dum, like the heartbeat, um, mm. which is characteristic of things that are iambic. Um, and it's also it's very Australian in that mo- lots of Australian verses are written in this way. Yes, that's uh, what I mean. It sounds really real. Banjo Patterson familiar. and um, many others. Eee,
2: I didn't know that. It's very um.
0: It's conducive to excellent you know it's, it's conducive to being told in a in a group with um great enthusiasm and you know around a campfire and it's just it's good wholesome entertainment i yeah. love it
2: and, it, and it's it's also very reflective of um, it's probably it's, he's probably drawing on his own experience with his own he most mother certainly is yeah and you know the experience of his parishioners who all have little Irish mothers and grandmothers well, who are fiercely the book that fiercely I, pious the book, and I say fiercely very intentionally
0: <laughs> <is> very true. <laughs> the um the book that I just mentioned the round bor- the Borylog and other verses that this poem can be found in was I think Father Hardigan actually wanted to call this book. Little, the Little Irish Mother or something along those lines because he felt so strongly that this was the central identity of that, that he was trying to portray. But mm. for whatever reason, I don't think the publishers liked that. Mm. Um, so they went with Around the Bory Log instead, which is the name of one of his other poems. Um, poems. It's very good. Um, all his poems are fantastic. Mm. They're really, really good. They've all mm. got this great meter and they're all about something really, something really interesting. Like, And you can see that he's probably picked it up from a traveller or a parishioner or... Yeah. Himself, I don't know. It's very very cool. Yeah. Um, definitely look into his his works.
2: That's
1: yeah. awesome. Mm. I don't know what else. We're we're only thirteen minutes in.
2: I was going to say, um, it's kind of. You know, I think every. I think every Catholic who's sort of been raised in kind of in parish culture, they all know a little Irish mother. Oh yeah. They all yeah. know one of that They all know every. There's one. Of, there's or one Italian in every parish. Or multi, <laughs> no, so. no 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 no. The Italians are different. Okay. The Italians are different. The Italians don't put trimmings on the rosary. Really? Not necessarily. See,
1: I didn't I didn't like I said, I didn't really grow up with this. So No,
2: no, no. So the Italian. so Italian piety is still very, very Marian, obviously, and very rosary, mm. you know, still they, they love the rosary, they say the rosary all the time. Um but the Italians often they've also got other really just as strong devotions. They've got St. Joseph, yeah. Saint Padre Pio. Um, Saint Anthony of Padua. Yeah, Saint Anthony of Padua. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, just St. <laughs> oh, yeah. Francis. Like you know, the, there's a lot of Italian saints. There's mm. a lot of Italian saints, and the devotions to them. They they pray to them yeah, for all those little for tri- the, the, yeah. what the the, the trimmins. Get given to a lot of the other saints, for example. Okay. So that's it's it's different. Yeah, it's yeah. different. The little Irish mothers are different from little Italian nonnas yeah. and zias, and you know all the. <laughs> they are. They are. We uh, have we have we have we have Italian. Uh, we have two Italian zias in our parish in mm. my my old home parish. And um, it was very, very funny um, when I first brought my husband to the 9.30 mass, which they usually come to in the morning. Yeah. I came and said, Chiara, Chiara, come stai Chi, chi You know, who's that? And I'm like, oh, I said, that's my boyfriend. And she, they're like, oh, is he Italian? And they're like, is he Italian? Is he Italian? <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're all talking to me in Italian, right? So he can't understand what's going on. <laughs> this is so rude, but I have to go along with this. Is um, he He's just standing right there. Like, he was right behind me. And, and I said, no, no, he's, uh, he's Scottish. And they're like, oh, i got such disappointed looks. <laughs> such <laughs> oh, disappointment. Dear. They're like, oh, my son-in-law is Scottish. And that was it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wow, (laughs) and I was sitting there trying not to crack up laughing, and just and I was half mortified, half like going, "This is such a stereotype." Help, Um, you know. And um, and I mean, God bless them. They're so they're so lovely. They are really like the aunt the aunts to the entire parish. They're 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 sweet, even if they like to chat during the homily. (laughs) <laughs> so it's normal thing you We're know i went to mass in italy and i understand now why they do that like that's exactly that that goes on sometimes everybody's like you know the, d- the, doing their own thing during mass sometimes uh, yeah they pay attention during the important Psycho. part the whole yeah. mass is the important part but oh. i digress i digress <laughs> <laughs> um <But> it's,
1: it's
0: <laughs>
2: yeah like i said yeah. different quality like qualitatively different even yeah. though on the surface they might Seem it's the same really, religion, yeah. It's yeah. even on the surface of the same religion. There's just that real cultural diversity as of Catholicism. Like everyone has their own little way of doing things. Yeah, yeah. And it's oh, fantastic. It's fantastic. We're all and it's interested.
1: interesting. It's interesting how much Australia, although Catholicism has in a certain sense been carried by demographically um, by the Italians and the Maltese and and, and that kind of thing. In more recent times, the Catholicism in Australia was born out of the yeah. Irish, um, yeah. and that we owe a lot to to the Irish and to those missionary priests who got on the boat and basically went to Mars would be the equivalent today <laughs> yep. um, to yep. to come here to to minister to the faithful. And reading like reading bits and pieces um, of which I have not read a lot of, but like of those first priests and that talking about you know that they would go around and. They would talk about you know they'd give confession to to people who they would say would wouldn't have confession. Only half of them would have confession every six months. You know, like mm. I guess they would be the mm. they'd be the blessed ones that got every six well, months. Well, the same you know, thing. To be honest, it's still days.
0: occurring. For instance, in dioceses such as the Wilcannia Forbes diocese, yeah. where yeah, they so have really big they have the 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 a bishop, dioces. they have a few people helping him out, um, priests and and whatnot. And yeah, some of these fe- like some of these people might only receive confession. Um, Once a year perhaps. The the fact is and something that I really need
1: to that's the thing, something
0: I need to reflect on, the fact that I have you know, churches everywhere with masses available every day. Whereas there are some people that live on um on properties and they can only get to mass every so often. It's not because they're lazy, it's because they can't. The next the the closest mass is five hours away. And it's
2: only on every third Sunday of the month? Because yeah. there's not enough priests
1: Because to... the priests can't get Yeah,
2: that, because yeah. the priests are doing three parishes That are in a, in a hundred kilometre radius They have to do
1: a, you know, eight hour drive cycle Yeah, on a dri- round
2: drive on yeah, a Sunday yeah. Just, it's, That's it's not in... a joke No, we're, <laughs> yeah. we're not even slightly kidding <laughs> yeah. Australia's a big place um, mm. yeah.
1: Look
0: up the Wilcania Forbes Diocese, it's yes. huge yeah. And
1: pray for the Wilcania Forbes Diocese Yes, dioces, please for do priests um, And for all the rural parishes mm, The rural, definitely. rural
2: um,
1: yeah. And actually, I guess that, that possibly leads me into Pray for Ireland as well you know yeah. this is like this is a little snapshot of a time where ireland was was the biggest producer of missionaries in the world um you know and ireland at several points in history has ultimately saved by by the grace of god has saved in a sense the church that the irish helped save europe during the dark ages um, and in a certain sense, during the during the nineteenth and early twentieth century, that the Irish were the ones producing so many missionaries to go to 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 the new world. To, well, um, they, to, were, to, they were to, to the British Empire. To, they were yeah. the,
2: they were the Catholic foot soldiers of the British Empire, effectively it's, in the British Empire covertly, because yeah. you know they weren't really yeah, allowed to yeah. practice in their own home country, which is awful. and it's
1: astonishing that. Such there's been such a big change that Catholicism in Ireland is a is a pers- is almost a persecuted religion now. Mm. Um some would argue that it had always been persecuted. There's a long history there, but um in the in in that way that I guess it's persecuted as an Irish thing mm. today. Um, And so, yeah, please pray for Ireland. Please pray for their seminarians, their priests, you know, that kind of thing, the faithful there because, I mean, it's... To inject a little
0: bit of hope into this, um, last year I went to World Youth Day Poland and I ran into a huge group of Irish pilgrims Yeah, yeah. and they were so uh, just alive and on fire and um, there were so many of them and they were were such a joy, just collective joy. So, you know, the youth are still... um, Keeping the faith alive. And there's there's definitely, you know, there's hope,
2: which is great. Um, If you're more interested in the history, I was going to say there's a historian, Australian historian, Jeff Kilday. I know him personally. I grew up around the corner from him um, Mm -hmm. in the parish. And he's written a lot about the Irish. Catholic influence in Australia and there some famous oh. Irish. What was his name again? Jeff Kilday. Jeff Kilday. Doctor Jeff Kilday. He's um yeah, so he's a historian who does uh, who does a lot of this sort of stuff. I also have a book at home that I found in Braidwood, of all places, and I got it for five dollars. It's from eighteen fifty eight. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's called the Religious Mission of the Irish People. Awesome, cool. and it's got a whole chapter dedicated to Australia and how basically the Australian Irish are going to outbreed everybody else, uh, <laughs> which is you know hilarious. that that was partially there were other things too, but there was that was uh, that was one of the things that this uh, Irish bishop was talking about hope in the new world because at the time it was potato famine, mm. yeah, the height yeah. of the potato yeah. famine, and everybody left, mm. you know, Ireland's population halved. Yeah, And so he's like, this is a fantastic opportunity. We're going to convert America. We're going to convert Australia. We're going to do all these fantastic <laughs> things. This is the religious mission of the Irish people here. Yeah. And it's like, wow, okay, go. way to see hope in a really, really horrifically devastating Man-made disaster. Yeah, but anyway,
0: Oprah, you get a car. You
2: get a car. Yeah, Yeah. you get Irish. You get Irish. You get Irish. You get Catholicism. You get Catholicism. (laughs) You get everybody gets Catholicism. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, it was pretty. It's 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 a it's a fascinating little book actually, and you know it's a piece of history, real piece of history. Wonderful. But there you go. That's the Irish in Australia, as as told by John O'Brien and his little and his trimmings. Yeah, (laughs) trimmings. Well, uh,
1: we might finish up there. Mm. Um, any final comment, Victoria?
0: Look up the rest of his poems. They're all very, very good.
1: Awesome.
2: Yay for Australian poets. All Ooh. right.
1: Well, for the next episode, we're going to swing on back to Chiara. Um, and what are you, you going to do?
2: I am doing The Conquest do time? of Gaul by Julius Caesar. Woo! The, the Conquest yeah, no, I've got of Gaul.
1: Good. You've got time. Yeah. All right. It's...
2: Alright, all let's keep it. Yeah. Alright,
1: let's do this. <laughs> Alright, so uh, Kiara, we'll see you, and we'll, we all will really, uh, in the next episode with The Conquest of Gaul by Julius Caesar. Bye. Bye. Bye.
0: That was an episode of Catholics Read from cradio.org.au